everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 574. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, a geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. And this time around, the audio is fixed. I know we ran, we ran into some issues two weeks ago. That's because I assumed everything was set the way it was, but with some troubleshooting and some playback, we got it. So if there's an issue with our audio, one of us is being too soft, too, let me know, and I can actually do proper adjustments on the fly. That's a shocker. Yeah, you're sounding a little tinny again. Ah, uh, Jesus. All right. How does that sound? How's that? Mm, no, it just... it. Yeah, mm. uh, uh, yeah. it sounds like you're peaking. All right, hold on here. I'm going to adjust. Okay, relax. All right. Um, I am going to bring my microphone down to... I'm going to bring the down to 20. How does that sound? Am I still peaking? Let me know if I am or not. That sounds good. No, it sounds much better. Okay, great, 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 great. And I am going to adjust the threshold. Okay, so for those of you who are new or missed our return podcast of from the beginning of the month, I retired my, my large Allen Heath Studio mixer which was taking up a lot of value real estate space. And I went out and I got this. And I can't find the box at the moment. Actually, the box is back there, and I'm not going to go digging for it. But I got the Aver Media Live Streamer Nexus. It's a mixer and a stream deck all rolled into one. Think of it as a stream deck with the Elgato Wave 3 all put together with all the extra software. That's basically what that is. With inputs for consoles and you can do we can have like a, a a virtual feed through line and so forth my main goal was to streamline a lot of the audio because if you remember the older episodes i was running the audio out from a second sound card for all the music and i kind of wanted to get rid of that so which i did and i think we're golden so and i appreciate mako and total sapphic panic for letting me know i'm peaking i set the microphone back to the to the default so i think we can rock and roll i think we're gonna have a good show tonight so how is everybody doing tonight uh, i'm tired you want to know something i'm always tired well not that i i understand that feeling i, I and i'll tell you why when we get into our week and day momentarily so, anywho, just so you know, uh, we are live tonight, week of January 24th, 2023, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 Eastern Time. You can always find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're proud to be part of the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. And they're also here on Twitch as well. You can find them at Twitch TV slash vognetwork. They stream live on Sundays with the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And we have a Discord. You can find us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. 
where every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has their own dedicated channel. So come through, hang out, and have a good time. But the pool is officially is closed. It should reopen sometime in April or May. Depends on when um, Drew Nami comes back. Provided I promise him with a new joke book. Which I'm not going to. Because his jokes are really bad. <laughs> I mean, you think dad you think dad jokes are terrible? Huh. Yes. His are far, far worse. You'll be damn it barbing from start to finish. <laughs> so uh. anywho, let, let's get let, let's get let's get the show going. So let's kick things off with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Well, I've been really run down in the past, you know, week or so, like mm-hmm. especially since you know, last time I was on in Right, right. Uh something like I did like did I mention I had uh, joined a gym? I saw you post about that. Uh yeah, but I actually did join a uh a, a, a really nice one actually, you know. It's yeah. got and you know, it's a little pricey, but you get you get things like uh you know, huge ass weight rooms, nice big pool with a you know, huge hot tub with it. Uh, personal training, all sorts of different uh, classes and whatnot. And even like starting off, I get, you know, I get a a, a handful of uh, mm-hmm. personal training sessions. You know, and, and from there, once they once they run their course, you know, I can see if I wanted to, you know, sign up for more or what. Well, I you know something. I truly wish you the best on this endeavor because. I, because this, because I've done two runs at the gym back in 2015, 2016, when I worked at Microsoft and I was going like five, six times a day. I didn't consider myself a gym rat. I just went well, in a week, I guess. Yeah. So as I said, five, six times a week, I'm sorry. So I would go and work out and then go to work or go home. I just really enjoyed it. I just felt it. The thing is, I bought myself a separate pair of headphones because I saw people in there with three and four hundred dollar headphones. I'm just like, no, I will lose my proverbial. Yeah, I'll lose my, my proverbial crap if um if I go in with my expensive headphones and they come flying off while I'm working. Nah, like I don't even bring my cell phone with me when I'm working out. Actually, I bring I bring mine because I need music to I need music while I'm on the on the on the machines. That's the only reason. Uh, um, let's see. Where else would I? Um, but yeah, like the last time I, I actually, you know, went to a gym, I was doing okay for a little bit while, but then the plague happened, and I kind of fell off with that place. Yeah. Oh, and then I, I had you know, all sorts of you know different health issues, including when I, in the past summer, when I completely did, when I blew out my uh, ankle. Mm-hmm. And even like walking around is a uh, painful. But you know, I'm, I'm sticking with it. The plan is is to uh, go to the gym every other day, either before or after work, depending on when I'm scheduled. Yeah. And I would, like, uh, and honestly, you, you've seen me. Even if I were to cut my body weight in half, I would still be considered fat. So no. That's the kind of thing I'm shooting for. Well, look, you're you're gonna get there. I'm I'm proud of you for going at it, because I did another attempt with the whole gym trainer. That was just a giant hot mess because my trainer wasn't even there a third of the time I went. So I was like, I'm spending this much money on this. And I'll get into that, you know, when it comes on to my turn. But anywho, Ari, 
we're all proud of you. We believe in you. You got this. Also, uh, something else I, like, when I was, uh, you know, just, like, waiting for the turn to pop, my uh, turn to speak to pop up, there's going to be another Creator Clash event. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Creator, around this, like, I think, like, spring last year, they got a bunch of, uh, uh, YouTube, you know, personalities and cr- content creators to, uh, you know, into amateur boxing fights. Mm-hmm. And I was like, take, I just saw another one for like, oh, they're doing it again. And uh, I was running down the lineup, and uh, a couple of guys I never heard of, like I Dubs. No, um, I've heard of I Dubs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the semi-main event is a uh, Johnny Nitro or John Morris or whatever he call yeah call him, and uh, he's going up against Harley from Epic Meal Time. Oh boy. Yeah. Last year Harley. Went up against uh, Aaron Hansen, you know, Ego Raptor from Game Grumps, and he just ran right through him. I would say, let me know when, 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 when Logan Paul or his brothers up there. But let's be real: as much as we hate them, you know they're gonna roll up in there and whoop everybody's ass. Uh, yeah. Anywho, enough about that. But yeah, that's just something interesting that I had seen. Okay. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Mako-chan. So yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, kind of shitty. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, I ended up going home early last Tuesday from work because I wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. Took a nap when I got home. And basically woke up and felt even worse. And then was basically sick until about uh, 4 or 5 a.m. Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, just relaxed in bed for the rest of the week, basically. And, uh, yeah, now I'm just like, okay, well, uh, now I have shit to do because... I have to get the house ready for construction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's really it. I I haven't really done anything. I'm just now scrambling because uh, I have to have the house presentable. One thing because yeah, is coming the opening um, between that first room and my living room that Mm -hmm. has the curtain up yeah yeah that's getting a real door oh yeah 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 so yeah that that's gonna occur in the next uh week or two Uh, so i have to have that entire area decluttered and cleaned for whoever happens to be coming in to measure everything Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so i'm just you know, I hate cleaning, and that's just not the thing I like to do when I come home from work, but I have no choice but to do it. Gotcha. I, I totally get that. On the other hand, um, <laughs> because I am doing Factor, I have a shit ton of ice packs that I have no idea what to do with. I'm ice just... packs? Yeah, the or... Factor meals are, um, you basically get once a week shipped cooked oh meat. i see what you're talking about so yeah 
you don't get to recycle them or they're not biodegradable or whatever? Well, you can cut them open. The inside is biodegradable and the outside is recyclable. Hmm. Except that it's a really good ice pack, so I feel really shitty doing that. But well, like you save save as many as you need and then just give away the rest. Well, I already have one in my freezer when I was doing um, HelloFresh, because mm -hmm. it's the same company. Just one is you have to cook the meal, and the other one is they cook it for you. So, you know, I had a couple when I was doing HelloFresh, and I now get three per week. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit crazy, and um, I, I as I said, they're really good ice packs. So I feel horrible actually cutting into them and you know getting rid of them that way. So right. I'm trying to find people that want them that live locally that I can drop them off because I right now they're just sitting on my living room floor, and there's uh, fifteen of them. Mm. I mean, I'm, I don't mind taking one. I just have to actually swing by and be in the neighborhood sometime. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, as, and I'm still doing Factor, so I will get another three so, every so, week. So these are the so these are so these are straight up like microwavable meals. Yeah, I might have to look into that, and, I, and I'll get into that it, 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 just a bit. So you know, as you were saying. Yeah, I I really um I really enjoy it because I'm not eating out as much because all I have to do is pop it in the microwave. Mhm. Mm really good. It's really good food. Um but yeah, I mean that's that's basically it. I'm just trying to get the house together now and I freaking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I, but I, I, I the only you. thing going through my head is once this is all done and once everything is all fixed, I can actually start working in that room and have my bar and lounge. Mm. And that's the only thing that keeps keeps me going. So we, we, we need a neon sign right there that says Mako's Bar and Lounge. And you need a little speaker there playing like cheesy vape, 80s vaporware music coming off of a speaker on the bar. No, it's it's my <laughs> bar and lounge is going to be called Loki's Den. Of course it is. Will I there, have there, a couple of neon signs already. Will there be a palm tree? Yes. I know a place where you can uh, where you can get custom uh, neon signs. I I will want to look into that because I definitely want a neon sign that says Loki's Den on it. If I find the link again, I'll uh, I'll drop it to you. Okay. But yeah, so I'm I'm just trying to get everything done, and the only thing going through my head is once this is done and that room is done, I can have everybody come over and see the house and hang out and you know, ah, <sighs> it's just a pain in the ass. But the payoff will be worth it. It will be. It's just getting to that point is a pain in the ass. Yeah. So, my weekend day is basically has been work, but without you know name dropping, I had a friend come hang hang out with me last week for a few days. 
Now, I had told her to come this week, but somehow in the conversation, she thought I meant this last week. So that's all fine, good and dandy. And with the two of us sharing my bed, I could not properly sleep. So I'm dragging ass at work for like two, three days. And she complains about the snoring. And I'm just like, I can't help that. Then again, she did record me once and threw that in my face because she was scared I was going to die. And I was like more offended that she did that. And the reason why I said I mentioned about about the factor meals is that through work, I don't I don't really grocery shop anymore. It's just that they work caters for us. And there's always leftovers. I realized I meant to pick up a pack, a thing of beef lo mein, but oh well. And I always grab a second lunch to take home for dinner. You know, it's that, that's what I do. So, so I brought home some extra meals and she kind of complained about the food. And I'm like, well, you didn't give me time to grocery shop. And she knows this. So, you know, that was just quite an interesting um uh, now, as for uh, the follow-up with the reason why we didn't do a show last week, like, I, like I've always said, we do this for fun. We do this on a volunteer basis. So if other priorities come up like work or health or family, something like that, in my book, that takes a higher priority. And what I will do, I will try to find somebody who can sub in. Usually, I will ask Barry Mellon if... She, if they can come on the show. But due to her work schedule, they can only come on once a month, which I'm perfectly okay with. If I had enough time in advance, they could probably been on last week. But Ari had to do some OT or you had a different work schedule, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so he couldn't make it. And as Mako said during her weekend day, she got sick at work. And when I saw that she went home two hours early, I straight up said right off the bat, yeah, I'm canceling the show. Because I knew right then and there. I'm I'm also like, I will not go home from work early unless I truly have to. And if you honestly, if you go home work from early because you're sick, then yeah, cancel that. And I and that was to me the most amount of sense to do. So that will happen from time to time. So whenever you see like, oh no show tonight, we'll be back next week, usually means Someone has to work and the other person is sick or vice versa, something like that. And, you know, I don't think y'all want to deal with me for like 90 straight minutes. So (laughs) why put y'all through the torture? Also on that, you know, I am putting together um, a DDR PC for our friend, my friend Matt, because he has a, a DDR third mix machine in his house and it's connected to a 10 plus year old computer that's running uh, Step Mania and that's just a lot so you know so they updated it to Omnimix and it was kind of lagging a bit but they got it up and running so I have older parts here so I'm in the process of putting together a build for him so I think the next time we're getting together for one of his parties is next month so I do hope that I have it ready for him by then if not I found out he works a couple of blocks from where I am, so I'll just bring the machine into work, and when he comes by, I'll be like, yo, come get this. <laughs> so that's basically been our weekend day. So now we're going to get into uh, housekeeping. Now, if the thing will go forward, which, you know, 
uh, let's see, hold on here. Let me get this on the proper uh, setting. Um, there we go. All right. It should have rotated. There we go. All right. So here's the thing. On a stream deck, um, making the articles go up and down is pretty simple. On the Nexus, it interprets the links differently. So I have to put in extra commands to make sure that it goes forward and backwards and all that craziness. So, you know, good times. So... So let's see, uh, we'll get you some housekeeping. Don't forget episodes of Anime Jam Session are available on YouTube Thursday around Thursdays at 12 noon. Um, just go to youtube.com slash anime jam session. Uh, uh, click on playlists and you'll see podcast VODs. That'll be all the podcasts from this year. You'll also see podcast 2022 and 2021 for prior year episodes. If you want to check out some of the stuff from the cool archive here. And our... I'm proud to say that our first convention is coming up in a couple of months. So we will be at Zenkai Con 2023 in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I believe March 23rd to the 25th, something like that. This year's theme is medieval. So I'm going to probably track down like a, a, blue, a black mage style outfit to walk around in. I'm also going to find a, a Jesus outfit to wear, wear at night as well, so... <laughs> I'm seriously thinking about that. I, I just walk around with a bottle of water, let people let people assume what it is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's coming up. We're going to be doing that. Um, and Kagomi fourteen eighty says, "Bring Afro Priest Gardabelt." Oh yeah, uh, Gardabelt will be there. So we, we, I will. That will definitely be there. Um, let's see what else is going on. I also want to refer back to earlier in the show during our weekend day, we had a level one hype train come in. So to everybody that threw bits and, and subscribe to the channel, thank you very much. We really appreciate that you guys and gals and non-binary dude peeps are awesome. We appreciate that. We could not do that show, this show without y'all. And as I said before, all that money that comes in, it pays for the website. It pays for just just the hardware for the site to keep it going. And if there's any left over, it goes in Mako or Ari's car for gas. So, you know, because gas ain't cheap. Have you seen the price of eggs? Mm. Yeah, and I'm a little more forgiving of it after I, after I learned the, uh, the reason why it's got so bad. But it still sucks. I mean, everybody's talking about the price of eggs. I'm like, I like I've been complaining about the price of eggs for the last year or so when when uh Target was selling a dozen for four bucks. Yeah, that is pretty bad. I know. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, yeah, avian flu is uh what's killing it. Uh, at least we know the reason behind it. So, anywho, uh, moving right along, we're gonna go ahead and go to um. Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we talk more about the geekier aspects of our life. So, what you got for us this week, Ari? Uh, what did the show this off? Mm -hmm. um, it's something I got last night. It's I know it's just a uh, drink cup, right. uh, collector cup from yeah. uh, the Wells Fargo Center. But mm -hmm. I the reason I was there last night was because I had gotten tickets to uh, Raw 30th. Like Raw is triple X. I totally forgot about that. I'm probably gonna watch rewatch it on Peacock later. Uh, and honestly, I was just so you know disconnected from everything, uh, and uh, you know I hadn't watched like WWE in mm -hmm. 
like for like major stretches for a long time. And uh, uh, well, the seats were quite a bit uncomfortable under normal circumstances, but I was also right up, like our seats were like right up against the uh, guardrail. Oh, so wow. I was especially you know, you know, stuffed in there like a sardine. My legs or knees were killing me even more than usual. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, oh, leaving the Wells Fargo Center. It took us over 20 minutes to get out of the parking lot. Doesn't surprise me in the least. So I ended up getting home a little bit after midnight, got about four hours of sleep, and dragged my ass to work. And when I was driving home, I I, could, I kept, you know, nodding off at the wheel oh, like that yeah. every, like, ten, like, every, like, five, ten minutes. It was chaotic. At least you made it home in one piece. And that's all, and that's what we really care about. Uh huh. Now I'm suddenly reminded of the fact that on the eighth floor of refrigerator pantry there are energy drinks in the fridge. I can't do energy drinks and stuff like that. It's more. Yeah. It's not as bad as like the ones that you see out there. It's more the natural ones. I've had them. They're okay. Hmm. But yeah, that that's uh, my little piece of geekiness all right mako chan what is that you're sure you're sure you're sharing off for us today tina mm. from turner tina turner oh, dude oh <laughs> i'm sorry I, I like the uh i'm looking at it in the skype window it's like cutting off the uh, head and the knees no i i i got you i just knew who it was because i have the same one. Oh. I, I think I I showed it off on the on the show a few weeks back. You probably did. Yeah. I'm uh starting to show off the crap that I got for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I I have I, I believe I got twelve new pop figures for Christmas. Jesus Christ woman. Damn. Yeah, well, um, you got me one, and mm-hmm. Dee got me one, and my mother got me ten. Like, that was my huge uh, Christmas gift from, you know, she just, she knows me. So, <laughs> uh, my Tina Turner Barbie doll, and then I got ten pop figures. So you'd be walking into Mako-chan's house of Funko Pops and Pancakes. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there is a reason why I have the shelves around my living room with almost <laughs> nothing but pop figures at this point. Yeah, Snap and Crackle must be salty as a... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Would you believe one of my uh, figurines got lost in the mail? No. When did that happen? Only one of your figurines yes. out of all the ones you've purchased? Yeah, because check this out. Because it was delivered by the Postal Service and it was coming out of uh, their um, their American warehouse. Mm. So, I didn't re- so I didn't realize this until maybe about a week ago. So I ordered a Bakugo figure from Otakamo. And I missed the email and all that it came through. And the day that it was delivered, 
I was at the post office dropping off packages, and when I came back, there was nothing on my front porch. And I remembered that, and I didn't realize this until I saw something on a taco mode I wanted to pre-order. I'm like, I think I already pre-ordered it. And I go through the list, I'm just like, and I see it right there. So now I have a claim open on this, and I'm just like, you know, I would just be appreciative just getting the cash back for it. Otaku Mode is working with me, seeing they could do something for me. I'm just like, I appreciate that, you know? Uh-huh. And, um, but I will say, um, because of, like, shipping of figurines coming out of Japan, I've been getting more notifications of the stuff I've been pre-ordering are starting to make their way in. One day I come home from work, I see three boxes from Otaku Mode at my doorstep. Now, the free, you're probably thinking, you know, how did those not get stolen, but the other one did? Again, if it's coming from the postal service, I'm like, there's a 50-50 chance. Everything from Otaku Mode that I generally order either comes via DHL or FedEx, and most of the time, they will deliver it to the steps to my basement apartment. I would like to see the postal all postal services do what Amazon does, when it shows up, they take a picture and they send it to you. That, I would be, you know, appreciative of that. But, anywho, I, I picked up this figure of Amelia from ReZero. This is the Memory Snow version figurine. Um, I'm going to try to put it over here so you can kind of see how it looks. And, and as y'all generally know, I am a stan for Rem. But this was one of the few Amelia figurines I saw that I really, really like, you know? So I went out and picked that up. Now, as Kagomi1488 says, I know UPS has informed delivery. Yeah, th but there's a catch to that. Not every address is comp it works with informed delivery. But if you have an account and you do shipping stuff, you can track stuff that you shipped out. Not everything coming to you you will know through informed delivery. The best you can do is like copy paste stuff that's being shipped to you and you put it in your account and maybe, just maybe, they'll ship, you'll, you'll be able to track it. Now, another thing I'm going to show off. Now, we've talked about this on the show previous times about the, about the Sailor Moon uh, themed uh, sparkling waters out of Taiwan. Well, sitting right here, is uh, the Sailor Moon flavored water, a sparkling water ocean bomb. This is pomelo flavored. Yes. I threw a friend of mine, I found out one of the Asian supermarkets by me had it. So I went down and basically bought one of every senshi, five, <laughs> five extras of Venus for obvious reasons. That ant, <laughs> that it is mango flavored, and I mango is one of my favorite flavors. So what I'm going to do on the show, I'm going to crack open one of each flavor and drink it and let you know how I and what I think of it. They didn't have the outer senshi yet, but I will be checking that store later because I found out there's another store closer to me and cheaper that has them. And don't worry, Mako, I got you two Jupiter ocean bombs. Awesome. Thank you. So I had the Mercury ones. I haven't seen those in my area. I, I ha it's in the fridge. I haven't cracked it open yet, so you know. 
But what was cool was I did find when I was in there, I did find the Chun Li one, and it's sparkling tea. Interesting. Yeah, I I actually believe these aren't quote unquote imported because number one, there is an American label on on these. And secondly, you can see on the top that it's up for recycling, you know? I mean, for for the deposit. So, I have a feeling that there's a, there's a, either they can it up like that out of Taiwan and ship it over, or they do it here. Either or, it's just pretty cool. So, you know. It would probably be cheaper for them to license through one of the soda makers here. Mm-hmm. So I would not be surprised if it is, you know, coming out of a subsidiary of Coke or Pepsi. Well, it doesn't say, but anything's plausible. Uh, it's actually, yeah, well, well, I will say the ones that I'm getting is, is being imported straight into Brooklyn from where it is. But I don't see anything about about that. But, you know, it's all good. As long as I'm able to get them for it. For as long as I can. Alright. So now we something something thirst joke. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. So let's go ahead. Let's tr- see how this tastes. The pomelo. Actually that's pretty good. Yeah, that, that that's actually pretty good. To me, I kinda like these more because it's more of a fruit flavor than the actual seltzer. It's like when you buy Store brand Walmart seltzer. I mean, sparkling water. Anywho, let's go ahead. Let's get into uh, tonight's uh, sh- uh, rundown. We are going to talk about... Uh, wait, Nate. We went too far. We got to go back one. Let's see. There we go. There we go. And as Total Sapphic Panic says in our chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, when I get thirsty, I drink frothy, cheesy, salty water from a Vaporeon. <sighs> what? It's a theme to drink. I know, theme. but the phrasing it has is a little uh, circumspect. Eh, potato, potato. Anywho, we're going to talk about the 2023 Anime Awards. And every year, these awards are mirrored in controversy because it always boils down to the fact that best anime of the year is either, it should have been this title, should have been that title, that title should not have been nominated, and so forth. So, and I will say, for somebody who doesn't watch a lot of anime, I watched a lot of anime in 2022. So, I'm probably, I will be voting later on this, but I want to go through the, the nominations for the different titles and so forth, and I'll go through this pretty quickly and throw in, what well, you know, my, my 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 thoughts on this. So, first things first, I don't know why they have it at the top, but they have already up there anime of the year. The nominees are Attack on Titan, final season part two, which is being split again, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba Entertainment District Arc, Lycoris Recoil, Ranking of Kings Core 2, Spy Family. Personally, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Demon Slayer, Lycoris Recoil, Spy Family. Any of those four win, I'm happy. The others, 
I didn't watch it, so I have no opinion of those. Best original anime, Birdie Wing, Golf Girl Story, Gila Girl, Lycoris Recoil, The Orbital Children, Vampire in the Garden, Yurei Deco. Uh, my money is on Lycoris Recoil. That's really good. Best character design, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Demon Slayer, Entertainment District Arc, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, My Dress Up Darling, Ranking of Kings Core 2, and Spy Family. Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Demon Slayer. Even though I didn't see Stone Ocean, I do like the character designs. My Dress Up Darling and Spy Family. So I'm 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 kind of happy about any of those. Best animation: Akebi School Uniform, Attack on Titan Final Season Part Two, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Demon Slayer, Conventional Yaiba, Entertainment District Arc, Ranking of Kings, Spy Family. My picks would be Demon Slayer and Spy Family. And Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Best new series. Call of the Night. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Like Horus Recoil. My Dress Up Darling. Spy Family. Your boy Conming. You know, just give me a D6 on that and just let it ride. Just let it ride. Because I can't believe I watched all of those. <laughs> I will say, out of those six personally... If I had to recommend one for anybody to watch right off the bat, it would probably have to be Spy Family. So, followed by your boy Conming. Best continuing series, Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer, Kaguya-sama Love is War, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Made in Abyss, and Darker One Piece. Uh, Technically, Boruto should be there, but since you know, uh, my for this, my money is on Demon Slayer and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Best opening sequence: uh, Cheeky Cheeky Bon Bon, uh, performed by Queendom for your boy Conming. Mixed Nuts, performed by Official Hige Dandism, Spy Family. Naked Hero, performed by Vondi, Ranking of Kings, Core Two. The Rumbling, performed by Sim, Attack on Titan, Final Season Part 2. This Fire, performed by Franz Ferdinand, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Zankyo Sanka, performed by Aimer, Demon Slayer. Your boy Conming, the opening set is really good. I, I really enjoyed that a lot. Mixed Nuts, I'm a fan of Higi Dondism. You know, I like that. And it's Franz Ferdinand for Cyberpunk Edge Runners and. I have to say, the opening of Demon Slayer, that was pretty boss. So the music was pretty boss. Best ending sequence. You know what? Given the time, I, I'm just going to finish running off the rest of them here. You got best ending sequence, best score, best film, best anime song, best director, best main character, best supporting character, must protect at all costs character. <laughs> okay, I got to read this one off. Anya Ford, your spy family. Boji. Oh, yeah. Boji, Ranky of Kings Core 2. Kage, Ranky of Kings Core 2. Komi Shoko, Komi Can't Communicate. Kotaro, yeah, Kotaro Sato, Kotaro Lives Alone. Myron Kitagawa, My Dress Up Darling. If Komi Shoko doesn't win that, we will riot. <laughs> Come on. Komi Shoko is precious and must be protected at all costs. We also have 
best action, best comedy, best drama, best fantasy, best romance, best VA Japanese VA performance, best English voice acting performance. And you Oh, this is going to cause so much pain. Well, I I will say given that whole Vic drama and nobody involved in that is listed as a nomination, we ain't got shit to worry about. We really don't. And if you want to go ahead and vote, you can head on over to uh, crunchyroll.com and information is right there on their official website. I may have to go back in and like uh, creep through the for- the comments and be like, Who's saying something stupid now? So, anyway. <laughs> let's see. The next one up uh, is for you, Ari. And yes, I have, will. Ha- I have to remember to set set a schedule to go grab tickets for this. Uh yeah. Bo- Rika Matsumoto is attending an event in New York City. Carnegie Hall's of- official website states a voice actress Rika Matsumoto will attend the New in Japan, Japan Foreign Cultural. Inter-exchange event at the Wheel Re- Recital Hall on February 20th. K.K. Chanmaki is organizing an event promoting intercultural communication. The event will also feature Pokemon songs, a Japanese sword dance, traditional dim- dancing, kimono show, and guest appearances by New York performers. Matsumoto is perhaps best known as the, vo- the voice of Satoshi, Ash Ketchum. Uh, she has also performed many of the songs for the Pokemon anime films and series. She's also one of the founding members of Jam Project. I She's forgot also... about that. Yeah. Matsumoto also has voice roles in such anime as Yu-Gi-Oh!, Your Under Arrest, Outlaw Star, among others. The event will take place from 2 to 3.30 EST. Uh, tickets to the event are free, are available free of charge at Carnegie Hall's box office. And I, and I work right across the street from Carnegie Hall, so... Uh, I'd love to meet her. I've never met her, but I did see her perform back in 2007 at Otakon. I think it was 2007. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Jam Project is amazing. Yes, they are. Okay, next up. Um... And it, it, the dream would be to have her sign the other lapel of my original Ash cosplay. But right now, that's still in a uh, in a in a box frame that I haven't put up. Well, if she makes her way to the East Coast, you know what has to be done. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, uh, we're going to talk about a streaming service that's going that's going the way of the dodo bird. So. Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah. The funny thing is, I had never heard of this streaming service either. I hadn't either, mm-hmm. but then it again, it is a, a Japanese streaming service. Um, for those of you that uh, may use VPN in order to get some of your uh, Japanese anime, it looks like the streaming service of Giao, at least I think that's how it's pronounced, G-Y-A-O. They announced on Monday that their service is shutting down on March 31st. And at that time, their, uh, I guess their online store is also going to be shutting down. That sucks. 
So the streaming service launched in Japan in September 2009 after combining the Yusin-managed Giao and Yahoo Japan-managed Yahoo Goga services. Uh, there was no membership registration required to view the videos, and they had movies, live-action shows, variety shows, anime, and music. Uh, latest episodes that aired on television were also able to watch for free until at least the next episode aired. Um, so, I mean, we have a lot of these types of streaming mm -hmm. services here, but again, um, this is kind of a big thing that's going away in Japan. Not, I mean, Japan is very much for physical media anyway. They are only just now really starting to get into streaming media. So it mm -hmm. doesn't surprise me that some of the earlier streaming media sites are going away probably because others are coming in and doing it better or maybe they have better integration or you know something like that so it doesn't surprise me um but at the same time it does i mean you do have netflix in japan and other streaming services but what i'm thinking is like i don't know about depending on who your cable provider is i have verizon and there is a channel for netflix you go to that channel, you log into your account, and there is a channel for Netflix. And I I think when you have something like that as part of a set-top box, I think it kind of makes it easier. Maybe there wasn't enough advertising ads being shown during um, the, the, the animes and the movies and stuff. Because, like, I mean, here you have Tubi TV, Pluto TV, and these are free. But they have a lot of ads. Sometimes they'll show the entire program and then just put the ads at the end. If you buy a smart TV like an LG or a Samsung, there are channels right there. All you got to do is put it on the internet and that's it. If you have a Fire Stick, Freebie is another service right then and there. We didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because we weren't here. But Pluto TV Canada opened up a Lupin the Third streaming uh, channel, you know? Yeah, there's like something like 157 hours worth mm -hmm. of Lupin. So yeah. all they do is play Lupin. Yeah, I mean, hell, I, you go on Pluto TV, you can find the Bob Ross channel, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's there is a One Piece channel. There is a dedicated Naruto channel. There is a dedicated Saint Seiya channel, you know? Hell, there is a channel called, Blue TV called After School Tunes. It's all the cartoons we watch growing up that we will run home to watch after school or we watch early in the morning before school, you know? And I think what it does is just the advertising revenue coming in. Because honestly, on regular net television, a 30-minute show has about seven minutes of commercials. You watch something ad-based, you're going to probably look at no more than three minutes of commercials per episode, which is not so bad. Still three minutes too many for me, but, you know, hey. I hear you. You get what you pay for. <laughs> uh, all right. So, we always talk about, you know, how, you know, 
about the pets that we have. So, and we've probably told stories about some of the things our pets have done and made us go WTF. In this case, a YouTuber's fish revealed the YouTuber's credit card information. I mean, I've heard of fish playing Pokemon, but this is a little bit too much. So, there is a YouTuber by the name of uh, Mute Kimaru. And we were just talking about I was just mentioning this. He's known for having his pet fish play Pokemon in live streams. Now, he went, they went viral or again this week for something that's more outlandish. More outlandish than beating a Pokemon game without any opposable thumbs. During a stream of Pokemon Violet, an unexpected error caused the fish to leave the game and enter the Nintendo eShop, where they not only revealed the owner's credit card information, they purchased 500 yen. Mute Kimaru, also known as Maurice, had set up a system to allow his Siamese fighting fish, better known as Betas, to play the game. Mute Kimaru had his tank divided up into different sections designated as Nintendo Switch controllers, you know, left, right, up, down, A and B. A camera was set to track the fish's movements into inputs as it swam around various sections of its tank. So far, the fish have played for 20,000 hours and entered the Hall of Fame and six Pokemon titles without a hitch. Back in 2020, they even discovered a hit, hit, a hit her to unreport, unreported glitch in Pokemon Sapphire and discovered another in Pokemon Sword last July. But however, the fish might actually be too intelligent for their own good because after that unexpected error during the Pokemon Violet stream, which caused the game to close, the fish ended up in, in control of the Switch's home menu. First, they changed his ne their name from Mutekimaru to Rawa, Yensign. Then they accessed the Nintendo eShop and started causing havoc using Mutekimaru's credit card to add 500 yen to his eShop balance. After looking at the Minecraft eShop page, the fish accessed Nintendo Switch Online and spent some of his points. Then they decided to call it a day and put the Switch on sleep mode. Wow. This is a smart-ass fish. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a cat, that would be Cassie. Yeah, pretty much. Because Damien is too lazy to do anything. Exactly. <laughs> he would put his paw on the controller and go to and just lay right there. Uh, yeah. If if I'm actually <laughs> if I'm actually something like playing a game or something, um, if I put the controller down, he will go over to the controller, mm -hmm. try and block me from getting it again, because I'm paying attention to something other than him. Cassie, on the other hand, will start clawing at me to pay attention to her. So I could definitely see her doing something like this. It's like, bitch, you don't want to pay attention to me? That's fine. I'll just spend all your money myself. <laughs> and Bonzo Little Six go, I get just showed up and was like, stop. Am I hearing the fish went on a shopping spree? Followed up by Kagami4188, who says, ain't no magic harp. Carp, 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 carp. <laughs> wow. And 
Moody Kibaro posted this on Twitter, and the tweet went viral, accruing over 20,000 retweets. What a way to cap off the fish playing Pokemon saga. Back in December, Muti Kimaru announced in a video that the streams will end after the current Pokemon Violet run because the fish will be moving to his parents' house. He will still visit his pets regularly, but the YouTube channel will continue under a different format. I think that's kind of cool. Really cool. Let's see what else do we have here? Um. Let's see. All right. Baco, your fandom. Yeah, well, it's my fandom, but also kind of yours. It is, but at the same time, it's not. I mean, I like it. I don't mind it, you know? Yeah, so um, it seems that there is a new collaboration. Mm -hmm. uh, so in a shocking turn of events, the anime uh, Yusura Yatsura is teaming up with Coca-Cola Japan's George Coffee for a collaboration campaign that includes a 15-second TV spot mm. featuring the voice actress reprising her role as the invading alien princess from the romantic comedy series. In addition to the TV spot, the collaboration also includes an official webpage and a rewards campaign where customers can accumulate points by purchasing Georgia Coffee products and trade them in for a chance to win mm. a character goods through lottery-style drawings. Um, I actually went onto the website just to see what's there. And it's, I mean, it's cups, I guess. But yeah. um, from what I'm seeing, one of, I guess, the top prizes that you can get are earbuds which is kind of cool i mean i i can't tell if it's just the case or if it's a case with the characters and the earbuds mm. um but what i'm kind of really wanting and unfortunately we don't have line here um there are line uh little character uh thingies i'm um, i mean there is line here but it's not the same cool stuff you get yeah i mean it's it's like the little the little facebook mm -hmm. um, little uh, stickers yeah that's what line uses and these are all lum and mm -hmm. they're cute and i want them but it wouldn't work on anything that i own I'm really hoping that sucks. I'm really hoping the ratings for Yurusa Yatsura is enough for them to not just do another season, but to greenlight a new Ranma one half series. I would not be surprised. I mean, now you're looking at, you know, new Sailor Moon. You're looking at new uh 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 what else is being done? Tenchi Muyo. Uh, yeah. Well, that's not technically a. I mean, it is, but it's nobody... just an, it's another series. But nobody asks for GXP. But I mean, you, you've got Sailor Moon, mm -hmm. you've got Trigon, yep, uh, you've got this now, and I would not be surprised if they start doing this with a lot of the older series because one, they can update the art style, yep. but two, doing this gets 
the other countries that may not have gotten the original mm-hmm. series. Oh yeah, bastard as well. These series now. So yeah. I, I really would not be surprised if all of those early 80s and 90s and 70s series, mm-hmm. you know, once they hit a certain milestone, oh, it's the 30th anniversary, here's a new anime, I would not be surprised if more of that happens, just because they are bringing it, one, to a new generation, yep. but they're also bringing it to the generation that might not have gotten the original like Japan got the original. And one more thing, Mako. Hmm. No filler reps. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yep. <laughs> I Took don't me a moment nec- for that one. Yeah, I don't necessarily mind filler apps uh, as long as the filler is good. If there are filler to flush out chapters and so forth, that's fine. If it helps for character or plot development, sure. No? Usually the filler is bad in both, you know, plot and art quality. Yeah, because well, it, it, it um, caught up to the manga and they need to buy time. Well, something like Bleach. Some of those filler episodes from Bleach were actually little omake drawings that were in the manga hmm. of, like, Ichigo's sisters and other characters that might not have been prevalent at that specific time. So they are technically filler, but they are original comics from the creator. So I think something like that, because a lot of these manga do have little drawings like that. If they do filler like that, I don't mind that at all. Works for me. And now the last story of the night before Ari has to get out of here. Um. All right, let me bring it up because I had to open a different browser and uh, turning on like agreeing to turn on ads so I can actually see the pictures is uh, uh that was a mistake. Or you go into private mode where you know I'll private browser next time. Yeah, private browser window that'll work. Anyway, uh, Japan has a real-world one-piece fitness gym where you can uh, pump gi- pump giant manga meat. Mm. That doesn't sound dirty at all. <laughs> Japan has a lot of anime-themed cafes these days, each, would, each of which has a line of attending food and drink. And there's now an anime-themed gym right in the heart of Tokyo. One-piece fitness Bragman became... One- began welcoming exerciser on January 13th to its gym in the Shibuya neighborhood. This isn't some temporary fitness fair with One Piece theming that gently enc- encourage kids to be more physically active. It's a permanent full-on gym for adults with a full way of rates, machines, classes, and personal trainers. The One Piece connection is front and center, aside from the, the manga art on the walls, many of the classes draw inspiration from the long-running series. Group lessons include, group lesson options include hockey, projector combat, Alabaster belly dance, pirate pilates, and marine yoga. Even some of the workout equipment has a one-piece motif, like the Shanks weight vest, a weighted garment 
that has the mark of the red-haired pirates. <clears throat> the most eye-catching of all, though, has to be the meat barbell. Mm. It's shaped like a giant hunk of meat on a bone, just how Luffy likes it. The meat barbell is something you won't be able to find at any other gym. And, <clears throat> and uh, the One Piece gym tracks your fitness progress, and when you reach certain milestones, you're given an upgraded pirate rank, possess like progressing through titles such as future marked by the marines to standard pirate crew member and beyond your reports include a numerical measure of overall fitness that's dedicated that's uh, designated as your quote-unquote bounty uh, it also has an a, a attached cafe serving nutritious high protein meal boxes and even non-gym members can go and get orders here uh gyms in general aren't cheap in japan and one piece fitness Bragman's location is one of the busiest parts of downtown Tokyo, and it costs an extra premium with monthly memberships starting at about 15,400 yen. That's $119 US. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold yeah, up. That's way too expensive. All right, no, I, I think that's expensive yet reasonably priced compared to some of the gyms here in the US. Yeah. But I'm just saying. If it's a themed gym like this, shut up and take my money. If they open up a the, the Rodma one half anything goes school of martial arts gym workout and it's one twenty a month, where do you think I will be? I'll be giving them my credit card every month. <laughs> well, that was fun, guys, but I have to uh get out of here for now. I still have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. We do not envy you, but we sure as hell respect you. Alright, I'll see you guys later. You got it, Ari. See you next yeah. week. Bye. Alright, let me go ahead and bring this in here, and let me go ahead and turn that off. I normally have like a little game over sign there, but... I didn't put it in in the source list. I'll take care of that next week <laughs> or after the show. Kagomi fourteen eight says, "Where's Vegeta and Goku?" I mean, there are like you can get anime themed shirts that says, you know, Vegeta's gym or Goku's gym, and they're holding like like five thousand pound barbells. You know? Yeah, I've seen them on the boardwalk. Mm -hmm. And those are the bootleg ones. <laughs> I mean, there's actually... I know there's Sailor Moon-themed ones, too, so... I keep... Yeah, I've seen those, too. I keep forgetting to get one for my friend, uh, Kelly. She's a big Mars fan. I want to get her the tank shirt that says Mars uh, Workout Crew, something like that. That'd be perfect for her. But anywho, um, now that we got that out the way... We're going to get into the part of the show that y'all really hang out for and really enjoy. And that's uh, Meanwhile in Japan. And let's see what we got here. Hmm. I will take the first story. I'm going to take the second one. I knew you'd take the second one. <laughs> You're such a perv. I have no idea how much I want these. <laughs> I, my friend Andy, they're really into cellopods and so forth. I posted that on their wall. <laughs> All right. So 
We talked about this uh, a while back about Tropicana being fined for their 100% melon juice, which they say it's 100% melon juice, but with only 2% melon juice. And I kind of want to taste that. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'm planning to go to Japan at the end of the year. But um, back in September of last year, the popular juice brand Tropicana was pulled into the spotlight in Japan over a considerable bit of deceptive marketing. Here we go. Let me know if that's not too loud. The matter was Tropicana's 100% whole fruit melon taste, which you might assume is made of 100% melon by the name. In fact, you might even assume that from the carton on which the melon is clearly visible and phrases such as 100% melon taste are printed. But upon closer inspection, it only says on there 2% actual melon juice blended with 98% apple, grape, and banana juices. With this realization, you might then notice that there was a slice of apple, a bunch of grapes, and a banana on the carton, albeit fairly well camouflaged among the melon. That's wild. So by the time the news broke of this, the Consumer Affairs Agency of Japan had already warned Tropicana's licensee, Kieran Beverage, to stop misleading the packages. They complied and redesigned the cartons, more prominently displaying the apples and grapes, and by replacing the phrase like 100% melon taste with 100% fruit juice. However, it appears that the Consumer Affairs Agency wasn't quite done with Kieran, and on January 18th, ordered the beverage maker to pay a fine of 19,150,000 yen, which translates to $148,000, for violating the Act Against Unjustifiable Premiums and Misleading Representations. The figure was arrived by calculating the sales of the product between June of 2020 and April 2022, when the original package was in use. According to the Truth in Advertising Law, the fine should be 3% of that amount, or to put it another way, 1% more than the amount of actual melon juice in the drink. Wow. When news of the fine was reported, online commenters were surprised that Kieran had even gotten away with it for as long as they did. On the other hand, some comments came out in defense of the drink, saying that consumers should be more aware of what they're buying comments such as, to be fair, they never did say 100% melon juice. At least give us 50%. It looks delicious, but this isn't right. I've always assumed major corporations like that were really cautious about this kind of stuff. Pretty bold to try and sneak 98% of the juice past people. It is almost bizarre to be so misleading about something like this. I'm just saying I'd be more likely to drink the stuff that they never have pushed the melon taste so much I've been honest about it to be in a blend. As per, as per the person who wrote this article, tried some last September when the news broke and thoroughly enjoyed it because the melon taste was present but not overwhelming. And we've all been there where you buy something and you're looking at the carton or the container to make sure it's exactly what it is, you know. And as Bonds of Los Six says, no juice can actually have 100% of any of the fruit they advertise. Cost and profit will always be the deciding factors. 100% pure orange juice, you got that. That's kind of pricey in compared to like 100% orange drink or orange juice that comes from frozen concentrated orange juice. By the way, go watch Trading Places. Great movie. 
Yeah, there are, I mean, some juices like cranberry juice, um, mm-hmm. apple juice, and orange juice, because they are so popular, they do tend to either be 100% or from concentrate. I know that there are a lot of different um, juices that are basically pear juice. Mm-hmm. So like 98% of it is pear juice, and then the rest is flavoring of some sort. Yeah. So sometimes it is 100% juice. It's just not the juice you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, we have something that Mako-chan really, really wants. I really, really want one of these. Tentacle um, earplugs stuff. Yeah, it's... Uh, um, yeah, so... Um, I'm going to post a picture of one of them in the <laughs> chat so that people can see exactly what we're talking about. So, yeah, uh, earplugs are a very necessary thing uh, for being in Japan. You've got a lot of people on your trains, um, especially if you're going to be in capsule hotels and stuff like that. You definitely want some sort of earplug. Now, there had been at one point, um, uh, I guess you could say that they were, um, I guess, quality earplugs um so a bunch of them were made by a glass maker named genki hirano um these earplugs are made of glass and they became a viral sensation earlier in the year however due to the independent nature of their production sale has been limited strictly to the iso market fest which is a two-day cultural festival in Chiyoda, Tokyo. Um, That was last May. A second run was sold last autumn at the same um, Market Fest's online store. Unfortunately, because one, they're glass, and two, it's just, you know, one group making them, they're expensive and you can't really get them easily. However, a capsule toy producer... Ikimon, um, they also uh, ended up bringing the hit Tuna Can Finger Rings. <laughs> they have stepped in to mass produce these earplugs in a cheaper and more durable material so that everybody can enjoy them. And what these earplugs are? Tentacles. Um, so the it looks like there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different or six different sets um, that you can potentially get. Uh, so there is raw octopus, boiled octopus, a small and round deep sea octopus known as men- Mendako, a blue ringed octopus, a squid arm, and an extra long squid tentacle. <laughs> which measures about five and a half inches. Um, so, yeah, the, as I said, um, you kind of really do need earplugs when you are, you know, in Japan just because of 
you know, the trains and things like that. Um, so, so they are marketing it with the slogan of Mimi ni Taco, which is a pun on the Japanese word taco, T-A-K-O, meaning both octopus and callus in the figurative sense of getting calluses on your ears from hearing something too much and thus needing earplugs. Um, basically, it is looking to be a big seller um, because it looks like there are uh, lineups on the online uh, reaction to these earplugs as well. Um, people saying, I want this, want. I thought they were earrings at first, but this is even better. Um, I don't need earplugs, so how about some earphones like this? Someone make these into wireless earbuds and make them light up. Um, unfortunately, those who have specific cephalopod preferences will have to face off with Lady Luck at the capsule machine. These are going to be coming out for about uh, 400 yen, which is about $3 a turn. Um, it's also worth noting that as capsule toys, they are, these are more of a novelty good than expertly designed sound blocking tools. Uh, so be sure to keep your expectations on that end realistic. I mean, you're only paying like Thank four bucks. Yeah, I mean, you're only paying three bucks for it. So it's like, uh, yeah, but at the same time, they're so cool. Yes, and I think Beery and Omniasyla are like, wait, what? No, yeah. and knowing you, Mako, you pay extra to have the um the tentacles like just wiggle back and forth while you're listening to music. That would be fun. <laughs> oh god, that would be fun. So that they would like, I I I don't think that they should vibrate because then that's going to be in your ear. But like, and if the ends were twitching like a cat's tail to mm -hmm. the beat of the music, that would be cool. Bonzo Six asks, when do we get salmon and shrimp? I don't know about salmon, but a shrimp one would be, be a cool like, cool concept. Yeah, cooked shrimp. So it's just like curling out of your ear. Hmm. Alright. Let's get but into yeah, I definitely want a set, and um, somebody that's going to Japan should really be looking at the capsule toys and Seeing if, you know, they happen to be there when he's there. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. <laughs> well, I will say this. There are capsule machines here in the States. You can find them in various malls. So maybe we should, t we should try looking there because you never know. Everything that I found in, like, when I do find a capsule is always something like naruto or demon slayer yeah they, they don't have these fun cool weird kinds of things because not for nothing i would find it hilarious to find one of those you know sister love letter thingies oh god <laughs> that just seems like the, the weirdest thing and i would love to collect them the conservatives will lose their proverbial shit it would be hilarious. <laughs> That's really all that matters is how much entertainment I would get from it. Oh, God. You know, 
listen. God. I swear, Mako-chan, we can't take you anywhere. Nope. All right. And for our final story out of Japan, we're going to talk about the Japanese salted plum industry. According to a company's tweet, they're in dire straits. And that's not good. Umeboshi are salted pickled Japanese plums that can usually be found atop a bed of white rice or tucked away in the middle of an onigiri rice bowl. Despite their mouth-puckering sourly taste, they're a staple that's been eaten throughout Japan for centuries and they're known to have health benefits too. Umeboshi are said to be beneficial in reducing the risk of diabetes as well as reduced blood pressure. They're also said to be good for people watching their weight as they contain a chemical that helps restrict the bloating of fat cells. They're particularly popular amongst the older generation, but research has found that umiboshi has fallen in popularity these days with younger people. Even more troubling for the industry, however, is a recent tweet from Bajuin. They are an umiboshi wholesale company that was founded back in 1911. They posted to their Twitter account and suggested that it's not just young people that aren't eating as much umiboshi these days. They basically say, Everyone, are you aware of the current situation in the umeboshi industry? The, the annual consumption of umeboshi last year was approximately 663 grams per household. Saying 663 grams might be a little hard for you to visualize. So in simple terms, umeboshi warehouses are packed with them with nowhere to go. If the situation continues, many umeboshi businesses will go out of business, including ours. 663 grams is about a pound and a half. It's about the weight of a standard basketball meaning that the average Japanese household ate roughly a basketball's worth of umeboshi over the year. Granted, umeboshi are significantly smaller than basketballs and harder to dribble, so it'll still be a little bit tricky to visualize. So, uh, let's see. Let's, let me see if I can grab this picture real right here. All right, so in uh, this picture is umeboshi now for those of you who are listening to the show think of umeboshi as um let's see they're about the size i say a strawberry yeah think of it about the size of your average strawberry so a pound and a half would be about 25 strawberries that's basically a pound and a half and that's the average. And Bonsable 6 says a large gumball. Yeah, a large gumball too. That would also work. According to a survey by the Ministry of Internal Affairs and Communications, Umeboshi's spending peaked about 20 years ago when the average household was buying over 1,000 grams a year. In 2009, that plummeted to 658 grams. So I would say that people used to buy maybe... Two pounds of it now is a pound and a half. Take. While the cause for Umeboshi City decreased popularity isn't clear, Bajuin are considering a number of potential reasons. Aside from the fact that Umeboshi doesn't seem to appeal to younger generation, many older people have been putting off buying it due to the recent price increase, which came as a result of a poor harvest back in 2020. People are also eating less rice than before, which is a traditional accompaniment to Umeboshi. 
Japanese editors shared their thoughts about why people aren't buying it these days as well. I love umeboshi, but they're too expensive for me, so I don't buy them. I've stopped eating umeboshi since I started living alone. The umeboshi my late grandma made are the best. I can't eat any other kind. I'll happily eat umeboshi if it's in a bento, but I never purposely go out of my way to buy any when I'm food shopping. But it's not all doom and gloom, though. As Bajun's tweet went viral with currently over 10 million views and almost 30,000 retweets, a representative from the company said in an interview with Jcast News that after the tweet went viral, they received a month's worth of orders in just a day. So there's hope for Bajuin and the umeboshi industry yet. I think that's kind of cool. Ah, given the time, um... So we go ahead and wrap up the show. Yeah, I think I I think that will be great. So but let me go back one. All right, I went up a little bit too far on on, on the main line. There we go. Let's go ahead and and wrap up the show. And there we go. So if you like uh, this episode, tell a friend. Nature will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we like and don't like, we're straight up telling you. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Don't forget to visit our website at animejamsession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, links to our YouTube page of convention videos and coverage, links to our Facebook page of cosplay coverage and photos, cosplay interviews on our website, cosplay trips and tricks, editorials, anime reviews, and a whole lot more at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can download our podcast with any app that supports it, like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and so forth. Check out some of our, all of our older episodes and see how we've come along. And what's great is that these apps allow you to leave reviews, so if you can, leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And don't forget to follow us on our socials, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's all Anime Jam Session. YouTube for our convention videos. Twitter for when we're going live. Articles are going up. Facebook for when we're going live, articles are going up, and cosplay photos. And don't forget our tip jar. If you're watching live on Twitch, down below there's a link to our stream elements and Ko-Fi uh, pages where you can throw cash at us if you like. If you want, you can throw us bits. We had a hype train earlier on in the show, and that was great. And channel subscriptions as well. We've, we had an anonymous person giving out gifting subs earlier today tonight, and that was really great, and we really appreciate that. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. I am very tired, but I'm looking forward to Saturday because we're going to get hibachi. Oh, that is nice, you lucky thing. Mm. It's been a while since I've had hibachi, but I've always had to order it and have it delivered. It's been a while since I've actually sat down in a restaurant. My last words, um, I really should clean some of this stuff up, but I never got a chance to, but we'll figure it out. Anywho, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Mako will be here. Ari will be here. It'll be great. It'll be fun. So we hope you tune in and join us next week. So I'm Ranma. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Awesome. Perfect. 
We will see you all next week. Jamatane.